Hi guys, welcome back to Barbell's Beard and Bikini. Uh, we are back, we are together this time. Last time we were in separate households, uh, isolating apart from each other. And we are back together in our own little office. And I'm so excited. I'm buzzing. How are you feeling, babe? Absolutely fucking drained. <laughs> so rude. Wow. I mean, to be fair, I would too if I was having to live with me on the nightmare. Six six weeks in. Is it? Six weeks in and we've only had like five meltdowns a week. So it's all right. He's lying. <laughs> We're living in blissful harmony. No, it's, it's much, much more convenient for everything. It makes coaching you a lot easier. I know that much. Yeah, definitely. I can keep your hand out the biscuit barrel. <laughs> Something like that. But no, I think it's it's been great for you, really, hasn't it? I mean, so we've basically, uh, long story short, we've both moved into a little flat kind of nearer where my family are. So George has kind of moved up from Kent. Uh, up to Buckinghamshire and yeah I'm still working um with the dance like on my dance school um which is kind of flying now still doing um client work with the coaching side of things and George has completely taken up coaching 24 7. Yeah I put down the high vis and the tools um now I'm a full-time coach it means I can give all my time to my clients which I've wanted to do for ages um and really dedicate to to bodybuilding and and building up a good reputation as a good coach. Um, yeah, life's a little different. I'm not quite used to it still. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's only been six weeks. The routine is, uh, the changing routine was a nightmare to get used to. What, uh, not getting up at 5am? Yeah, no, it just, um, when you lose that structure, it was a uh, very weird feeling. Hmm change change the body doesn't like change humans don't like change anyway so it's, it's taken me a little bit of time to adapt but um we're there now or thereabouts anyway i mean um i do miss lrf i do miss i miss my home turf see my friends <laughs> training but you know you don't grow when you're comfortable you gotta get out of your comfort zone and this is exactly yeah. where that is and i think for you as well it was definitely needed to take that jump you know to be able to give your clients so much more time and attention and oh yeah exactly that mm. you know it's kind of hard to reply that. when you you know sat on top mm. of a roller high vis on earmuffs 100 and just also having like the not i mean you were sat up until like bloody midnight just doing like educating yourself do you know what i mean for you to now be able to do that within the day exactly. and not have to sit up until god knows what time in the morning reading this and that, you know, is so much better for you as well. Yeah, actually having the time that I wanted uh, to bury into it. But, I mean, in terms of of physique updates and, and where we're at, um, obviously the move, everything was quite stressful and uh, training and the bodybuilding side of, of my life, but I know my life took a bit of a, a knock on. I was still making progress, but, you know, with everything uh, up in the air, so to speak, moving out and getting anything ready. It was quite stressful, a lot of stress on the body, uh, a lot of mental fatigue. Um, so bodybuilding kind of, I was still progressing, but not quite as fast as I w- would have hoped. Um, and again, and changing environment, changing people, it was quite refreshing. It was quite nice. So when we did get, you know, when I finally settled in a bit more, it's given me a bit of a boost and a bit of a push. You know, I've got a new little circle, new people to bounce off. Um, 
And yeah, the, adjusting to new equipment as well, that's that's something to take into consideration. You know, if you move gyms, you've got to learn the profile on new equipment. And although a hack squat's a hack squat, the profile on each one is, is very mm. different. So you have to reset them volume marks. Um, and I kind of like the challenge, you know, it kind of makes you work harder. You, you get stripped back to, you know, you feel like you've regressed. You haven't, because obviously you have to adjust the new equipment, but you know, you're not using the same weight as you would have done in the past. Um, so you have to build that back up. So it built a challenge and it gave me, give me a little something to, to bury into while I got settled in at least. Um, but yeah, at the moment we finished the uh, first push phase, legs were up three and a half inches uh, from when me and Joe started just having a little mini cut now, just to have a little refresh, allow the legs some time to fully recover, uh, resensitize and then get ready to go again, hopefully, or, Joe might pull a fast one on me and, and pull the prep card. We hmm. we never really know with him. He might he might just uh, spring a fast one on me, but I'll be ready nevertheless. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But no, and I think it's been really nice for us to train together as well. Talking about the gym, yeah, and definitely. Whatnot. I think having um, George there has been really amazing, especially for my training. I've pushed harder than I've ever pushed before, which is great. And obviously, having you look over my physique and stuff pretty much daily has been very handy as well um well yeah that's the the plus side of living with your coach mm. people might think actually this is quite a good thing to mention it because people will think it's um it is it is like treading on eggshells you have to be very careful and you... i'm not easy i'm not an easy client i'm a horrible horrible client when your missus is your client you know or your boyfriend is your coach it's um yeah, you got to turn on eggshells. Um, and people people would think it's it's quite hard and you run into a lot of problems. But I guess, I mean, for me and Zoe so far, we haven't really found any, you know, I, it's just... No, not at all. I think because we've both, you know, tackling the situation with her together means it's not just like a, a me telling her what to do sort of thing. It's a, right, this is what we should do. Come and have a look. Let's have a talk through it. Talk through mm. the plan together. Um I think that massively helps. Yeah. Like if I was just saying, not, not even that. I think actually coaching, not necessarily coaching a coach, but coaching someone that, that could probably quite easily do her own off season. Like, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to do the best of all jobs from it because, you know, give a little, I'm probably going to take a lot. Um, so having that extra pair of eyes on what you're doing is definitely handy. But I think when someone knows how their own body works and they know how their food, like they like their food, like I'm very good at knowing what I want and what's best for me, that sometimes when something isn't quite what I want, it's a bit like then there's usually a disagreement, isn't there? But then also I'm a bit of a dickhead when it comes to stuff like this because Sometimes what I want isn't always necessarily what's right for me, which is why when having George there is a, a whole lot better because otherwise, yeah, I'd probably just end up... Spoon feeding Lotus Biscuit in a bath. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Doesn't sound too bad though, does it? No, not in the slightest. No, yeah, no, no, that's not what I mean, but I mean like in terms of... Like, when to push, when to pull. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When to scale back on training, when to push yeah. harder. It's... um. It's that, it's that external set of eyes, though. Mm. And like well, this... I mean, it's a bit like now. I mean, I'm dropping back down to four days a week training because five is just with work and stuff at the moment too much. But if I had been by, if I had been doing that by myself, I would have just stuck to the five and run myself into the ground. Do you know what and I mean? That, that would have then... been 
progressive in in no situation whatsoever no, exactly. work would have suffered training but, would have suffered yeah in my head it's always like right well I've always done five sessions a week like that's what I can do and it wasn't until we sat down and had that conversation and said look let's scale back it's only going to help you in your off season you know whereas I probably would not have done that by myself so I think things like that is definitely very very handy but you need that external set of eyes you look at any top top athlete any top bodybuilder they've always got another set of eyes on them there's very few people that can prep themselves at a good level oh god yeah and you know there's a misconception of when you look in the mirror what you see is is very opinionated based on your emotion so you have to be 100 you know if you're in a good mood you look at yourself you're feeling good you'll never inherently see a better a better version of yourself but if Mm. you're having a shit day you're in a bad mood emotionally you're a bit off you're going to start picking it with your faults and you may push food up, hold food or pull food away, depending on, on, you know, generally how you're feeling. And that's not what you need to do. You know, emotions don't dictate how you eat Hmm. um, and how you train. The only thing I worry about with you is that you've got like, um, like what's the word for it? Like goggles, not like beer goggles, not like (laughs) mum's goggles, but like, boyfriend goggles and then he's like yeah you look amazing and I'm like nah not too sure but apart from that yeah but the thing is pay attention to what I do with your training and what I do with your food yeah don't listen to my mouth look at what I put through your training look at how I change Mm. things because that'll dictate whether I think you're looking good or not if I subtly change a few things and you think shit I'm actually working a lot harder now or this is actually harder now Mm. it's because I think we need to do more like you can't turn around to me and be like look I'm really sorry you look shit (laughs) <laughs> I, don't get me wrong if you start if you start messing about and cheating on your diet then i will tell you but given the current circumstances we've had to push through yeah there isn't a viable other option no. and you know I, you can go off on a little bit of a tangent here and, and dive into what you know because uh, you know a few like a month or two ago you was prepping or getting ready to prep mm. Um, and now we're we're getting flying and ready into an off season, and that wasn't exactly an easy decision for you to make. No, it wasn't nice to sit here and be the one calling the shots either. Mm. Um, but sadly, these things are necessary. You know, you can't mm. you can't force the body to do what it doesn't want to do, and you can't start something as as harsh and time consuming and overwhelming as a prep mm. in the wrong mindset and the wrong relationship with food yeah completely you know we got you to a very comfortable spot we got your hormones back after your amenorrhea um everything was back and flying in order and obviously you having your place in the finals wanted to jump into it naturally Mm. um and and, you know what happened straight away yeah just hunger signaling through the roof yeah just diabolical really but that wasn't a physical thing that's a mental thing you know that mental aspect of you know, are you mentally ready to prep? It doesn't just come down to physically where the body is because, you know, you can diet, mm. push up and pull back as many times as you want. It's just how far are you willing to do it and mm. whether you can mentally go for it. Yeah, of course. And I think especially with things at the moment, like how busy uh, dancing and stuff has been, which is just at the moment just fucking crazy. I just think with a prep you just want to give it a hundred percent. Like there's just no, and I think the last time, obviously we were pretty much in a lockdown throughout 90, like 95% of my prep. I think by the end of it, I went back to work on like peak week or something ridiculous. I went back to teaching God knows how many hours. And I remember just walking in and all the parents looking at me like, Oh, what, what do you look like? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, 
like, oh yeah, I've forgotten you lot ain't seen me in like a year, and now I've come in looking like a fucking crackhead. Like, <laughs> whoops. Um, but yeah, now that things are kind of, I'm back dancing pretty much all the time. I think sometimes you just got to say, look, like other things have got to take a backstory. And right now, business business is a priority health is a priority and also like my physique i think people forget that the, the biggest part of bodybuilding is to build a body and quite frankly like i look back at my show photos and i'm like there's so much that i want to improve on and that's not going to have happened within the very short time that i've been in an off season you, you see people bouncing from show to show you know taking six months off seasons which it, is fine. You know, no, it is fine no. for like bikini. If you and... want to look the same every time you step on stage, it is. Well, yeah. But actually... some people, that's fine. Like that's fine, and that's great for them. But it's it's not for me, and it's not it's not my goal, and that's not well, where like, I want to be. You know, if you actually want to make severe, noticeable progress every time you step on stage, you've got to take long enough to actually grow considerable amount of tissue, and the art of actually growing muscle is longer than six months even in in an enhanced mm. male or an enhanced female you know need a year off season to actually considerably change their physique if yeah. they're being healthy that is obviously 100%. you can take the piss and slap on 20 pounds of muscle as quick as anything but it's not sustainable but no. to actually make good sustainable progress that's going to take time with, with a male you might get away with a year off season but a female that that process of muscle protein synthesis and repairing new tissue and growing new tissue, recruiting them satellite cells takes a lot longer than in a male, you know, just looking at the difference between genders. So females jumping from show to show and people saying they don't need that long off season. No, scientifically, they need an even longer off season to grow a similar ratio of, of new tissue. Mm. So, you know, to take a year out, and actually try and grow some tissue is probably the most smartest and viable choice. And if you can push, and if your physique starts to look really good, go even longer. Ride the wave. Go, go until your body's unresponsive. I think the show, like, I think show day is so addictive, though. Do you know what I mean? Getting to that. I feel like as bodybuilders, like, that goal is so addictive that I totally see why people just are complete season competitors. And I get it. And... Don't get me wrong, like if I could do a nice 13 to 16 week prep, quick, done, in and out, I'd probably do it too. But Again, it's not, you know, some people can, and the, the older you get and the more experience you get, the more you know your body and the more like I get to learn your body, then we'll be able to do slightly faster preps. You know, you can see um, like what Joe's done with Troy because they, he knows his physique inside out. Yeah. Six weeks, he's got him show ready. Six yeah, fucking mad. weeks. That's a joke. But he's in very good nick. He's he's fairly healthy, you know, uh, physically and and you know on paper. Whether he feels it or not is a different story. Mm. But you know, when you get to that stage, you can do them sort of things. But in the earlier mm. earlier years and that, you need to take a lot more time. Not even that. I think it's just admitting that the fact that I'm a very small fry in quite a large pond of very 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 good athletes, and I think I have quite a fairly bright future in this like sport and i'm not doing it half fast exactly you you want to actually be competitive not yes, just to make i want up to numbers. be competitive a hundred percent you know i'm not uh, one part of me like isn't massively competitive 
but I'm not competitive with other people. I'm competitive with myself. And I think that's come from being a businesswoman and being an entrepreneur and, 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 you know, constantly having to fight for myself and, and proving myself as well. Like the amount of times I just got told like Zoe's the dumb blonde, she's never going to amount to anything. And it's like, Oh, well, do you know what? Fuck you. Cause I run two very successful businesses and it's like, I feel like that also goes into my sporting career and, you know, wanting to better myself each time. And I know damn well, if I stepped on stage this year, I'd be fucking pissed off with myself. I'd be pissed off at the fact that I'd made no progress, that I'd had a terrible prep because I would have been absolutely starving and my hunger signal would have been off. My hormones would have been off. Like I would have been back in an even worse position that I didn't want to be this off season. It's like, why on earth would I put myself through that again to be two steps back in a year's time? It's that essence of taking a step back now so that you can mm-hmm. propel forwards five or six steps yeah, of next course. time. Or you could have, you know, piled through and gone for it. And then, like you just said, been knocked back three or four mm. steps because it would take even longer to, to recover from it next time. Mm. You know, of course. It's about being smart and healthy. A hundred percent. For sure. Thankfully, we have finally got under wraps. Yes. It's taken long, but we're there. We're thereabouts anyway. Finally lifting. Uh, do you know what? I felt really strong the last few weeks. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Shocker. New revelation. Zoe finds out that when you eat in a calorie surplus to grow new tissue, <laughs> you get stronger. I actually can lift. Absolutely. What is that? Myth by the fact that more food equals more muscle and more strength. Who would have fucking guessed it? Ladies, <laughs> eat your greens, eat your carbs, drink your water, and lift fucking heavy. Advice. Peace out. Drop the mic. Put that on my gravestone, please. <laughs> <laughs> no more of that fucking bikini girl diet bullshit dust yeah no no egg whites and cold egg whites and rice i love cold egg whites and rice don't oh. diss that that's my favorite that's like my favorite thing on show day i was having cold egg whites i mean they probably tasted absolutely jank because they'd been in the hotel room for like two days <laughs> with cold rice I remember that smell and then you and the then carton. butter oh yeah give me some of that egg whites all day every day yeah see this is what's wrong you shouldn't be crazy you shouldn't be thinking that in an off season that shouldn't be in your head now that's a diet it just tastes nice don't get me wrong I'd rather be eating lotus fucking cold egg whites butter and rice taste nice yeah delicious you are wrong now chicken rice and jam I can understand (laughs) your face (laughs) (laughs) look don't don't even at me. Chicken, rice, and jam, bang. You eat some weird ass things, so don't even come at me. Do you mean I eat weird things? Yeah, you do. Like what? You eat so much weird shit. Talk to me. Like uh, what? Come on, then. Uh, Put me on the spot. So he Make eats like mustard and um oh. Well, you want about the mustard cinnamon? Yeah, mustard and cinnamon. No, thank you. What's wrong with you? Pink you salt, mustard, eat... and cinnamon. Don't, look, ask Nick Walker. A fucking message the mutant right now about his little chicken mustard cinnamon combo and then come back to me if he can do it i'm okay. not weird. and um oh, what else there was something else you did really weird not that long ago that really made me laugh um oh uh you're so he in the morning he has eggs and egg whites 
spinach, mushrooms and uh, onion. And sometimes he likes to put, I have this like sugar-free caramel syrup and he puts the caramel syrup in with the white, uh, the egg whites, makes everything else savory with like spicy stuff on top and then just like slaps this like <laughs> sweet egg whites on top is honestly it would be a little bit like going and having um a pizza and then getting like i don't know brownies and just smothering that on the top and Look, going like right, mm, delicious let, let me explain myself and then here. eating that for breakfast no no let me explain myself here my favorite thing my favorite go-to food would ever be is a canadian breakfast all right, sweet pancakes on the bottom. You say basically a full English on a bed of pancakes smothered in maple syrup. Yeah, sweet, savory, peng. Yeah, but right. not with spinach. Uh, just hold your old your phone, <laughs> woman. Right, the sweet mm. little egg whites combo. You do them in a pan, so they're like a little bit thin, a little bit crispy, but they're sweet because of the salted caramel, sugar-free sauce. You sprinkle a little bit of sugar dust in the um, what's it called? Sugar well or fucking, stevia. That's it, stevia stuff on top. So it's literally like sugar pancakes. And then you have your savory with your salty eggs and your fried mushrooms, onions, and spinach. And it's as close as I can get to that. So leave off, all right? <laughs> I'm just trying to replicate something like that in my diet. Okey dokey. And then you, oh no, they're meg whites. You just like toast them with a bit, of, put cinnamon on top. No, and I'm going to stop oh. you there. I'm going to stop you there. All right, sorry, fucking cold egg whites, butter and rice. Thanks. (laughs) As you can tell, we have really, really great taste in food. We've gone really off topic. Well, Well, I don't know yet. It's an introduction to what's been going on. Yeah. (laughs) And that is what's been going (laughs) on. Lots of arguments about food in our household, apparently. Yeah, that that is the thing I've realised when you live with, with your significant other. Most of the arguments are on washing. Yeah. Washing clothes. Yeah. Food. Yeah. <laughs> right. If there was ever, ever, well, you've heard this here first. If there was ever a reason that me and George would ever, ever break up, God forbid. Food. God forbid this ever happens. But it would either be due to some form of food. I like. I might have eaten his last little bit of chicken. He's got nothing else, but he's been fastening them. Like, it'll be something along those lines. Or if I put a plate on uh, a machinery at the gym and they're not the same brand of plates. No, 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 no. Right. There are many people out there like this. <laughs> you cannot. You have to have matching plates. Apparently. The plates have to, they have to be this symmetrical is... on either side. I'll tell you what. You, you don't have to. No, no, no. Shush. I'm talking now. No, 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 you no. know you're different people. Like this just sums us up as a couple. This is how different we are personality-wise. I don't mind mismatched plates. George, on the other hand, has to have matching. I don't mind if they're different brand on like say you got like two, like there's three different brands of 20 plates on the hat squat, yeah. That's fine as long as you've got them in the same order on the hack squat. So it's the same but brand. But it's all the same, the same way. It's all no, 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 it's not. No, it's generally way. not. No. Don't even at me. You weigh them on the scales, calibrated scales. A different branded 20 plate will weigh differently to another one. And if you want to get into the nitty gritty of it, the same two branded 20 kg plates where they've been dropped, chipped, things like that will probably weigh differently anyway. Don't even yeah, go there. Yeah, but if you, went, if you went like same, 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 different, 
on one side and then on the other one went same different same same no that's that's wrong but it's just it's no it's wrong okay it's wrong right that weight will not move okay all right so we're gonna leave that there because you might as well like i'm gonna put 20 kg i'm gonna put 20 kg on one side and two tens on the other no you psychopath stop it i know you have i've seen it (laughs) that's why i'm saying it Oh, I cannot deal with you. This is why, right? She likes it when I tra- when we train together, but it drives me absolutely nuts. It benefits her. I come out with high blood pressure. <laughs> I think you just have high blood pressure twenty four seven. To be honest, living mm. with me. Yeah, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. I won't even. I, I'm not even gonna deny it. I'm actually a dream. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not being funny. I gave you a test. Yeah, we got we got plants on the windowsill, right? <laughs> okay. Now this, this woman, this woman wants to wants a dog. Okay. I really want a dog. Right. And I said to her, okay, you got one simple rule: don't let the plants die. Right. They're really easy ones. These these plants could literally survive in the desert. They need that little water. <laughs> right now, they look like. They do look a bit sad. Jess, I'm really sorry you bought me these this plant. And if you're listening, I'm really sorry. They look like dried, dried, processed oregano you'd buy from Sainsbury's right now. Right. But thinking logically, like I go to work every day. Like I go out, I leave, I teach, and then I come home. You're basically a house husband. So I'm working. Yeah, yeah but if we had a dog. The dog could just run around, like, sit up in the office or have, like, a lovely time with you. And then we'll just take it for a walk every day. Whereas a houseplant... <laughs> a houseplant... I'm, I'm willing to isn't wait. Isn't there to go, feed me, feed me. I want a dog mm-hmm. as much as you do. But I'm yeah. willing to wait until I've got a little bit more time to actually look after said dog, right? Be a little bit more patient. You just want a dog so that I can look after it. No, Yes. Yes. And I can love it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> right. Well, Look. the same way I didn't feed or water the plants in that test. We'll see how long the dog lasts, and eh? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh dear. This is like a daily occurrence. This is this is an argument we have every day. Yeah, pretty the much. The dog situation, but no doubt, I probably end up with a dog next month. Yeah. I will probably lose. Probably. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be a fucking Doberman. I'm fine with that. Big old American bully. I mean, it would not fit in this flat, but hey ho. I don't fit in this bloody flat. No, you don't. We've like, got a big windy staircase, and watching him get up and down it is bloody hilarious. Yeah, off season was not good to me. Well, it was. It was pretty fucking sick. But yeah, it <laughs> wasn't wasn't ideal given the fact I've I've now. He's also now lives in a valley. So we live in like oh. the centre of a valley and obviously Kent is known for its flat land, whereas Buckinghamshire is known for being valleys. And so you have to get up or down a hill pretty much anywhere. Um, for walking, not that great for George. He wheezes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. He doesn't wheeze that bad. He just doesn't like walking downhill because it's like, it's like just a bit, he's a bit heavy. I'm just, I'm just a bit heavy for my knees to be going down hills. I can do little hills going down, but these hills around here, these are fucking like ski. They slopes. are like sca- like savage. It's it's just a joke, like yeah. The people that live here must be like part mountain goat. I'm telling you, 
They're not they're not normal to just walk like this comfortably. Okay. On the plus side, my calves are finally starting to grow in some millimeter fashion because of it. So I can't really complain that much. <laughs> but my um yeah, me and my one lung calves. struggle. Oh shut up. No, I've got one lung over here, all right? You keep making me go up and down these hills. Yeah, I'm going to collapse true. one day. He's going to pop the other one, isn't he? That's what I mean. I'll blame you. Yeah. Making no. me move up to here. I did not make you do anything. Thank you very much. <laughs> we could have been in nice, lovely, peaceful Ken. <laughs> right. What's, what's wrong I'm with joking. That? Everyone that lives down your way is going to be listening to this. Oh, my God, I love it. I'm sorry I didn't move there. We just have business to do here. And there's like next to nothing <laughs> anywhere. What? Well, I mean, here we got Five Guys, Taco Bell. Um, I'm yes. obviously we have a lot food. of amenities here. I mean, we just got a lot of food places. That's all I was attracted to. Yeah, pretty much. And I, the gym. I, did, I didn't. Physique come... is great. I love our little gym. Don't get me wrong. I love physique. Yeah. And I'm very happy that that is now like home turf for me. Mm-mm. But you, you know, my. I was built in LRF. My boys. Not even, no, 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 no. I don't, meh. Yeah, no, I get you. But that that was, I was built in LRF. That was where the love for bodybuilding started. The love Mm -hmm. for coaching started, Rob and everything. And then I don't think, I'm always going to have a little soft spot there. Of course. You can't quite that. Your first gym is the best one. Of course. Not mine. The one I started in Chesham shit. (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah, but the one you're bodybuilding from. Come on. Yeah, no, physique. There you that go. Then. Be in my heart. A hundred percent. Oh my goodness, you a bit tired, hun. Yeah. He's yawning. Looking after your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, George will be on the podcast alone because we would have had an argument. Now, <laughs> in, in reality, um, talking of up and coming episodes yes we do have some lovely ones planned we have got some very good juicy ones booked in with some nice guests to come on and spice your life up because now that me and zoe aren't um talking from kent to buckinghamshire and um you're able to actually catch up now that we're here together we thought it might as well be a little bit more interesting for you guys actually get a few other people on um die through some subjects die through some topics so Please, if you've got anything you want us to kind of cover, any guests you would like to see us, you know, get on and talk to. Um, obviously, we've got quite a fair few planned already, but we can see if we can make it happen, get them booked in. Um, the next one I am actually doing on my own. Funny that Zoe says that. Um, yeah. <laughs> we on. actually have, have previously planned that. Yeah. No, not just because she doesn't like me tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, next week, I believe, I will have Alex team becoming uh, Alex Williams um muscle model world champion on to talk to me about off season now obviously alex is one of my boys known him a long time we spent sort of our, one of our more productive um years training together as training partners um but yeah we got very different approaches to an off season um his essence of balance is a load of shit basically but um oh stop it <laughs> but it'll be a good debate and no doubt me and him will end up in an argument so it'll make for good content for you guys to watch and listen to um but yeah i think uh yeah nice we, little introduction back to back to me and Zoe. catch up with our lives i'll let you know that we haven't gone off the face of the planet we are still here um and yeah we've got a lot in the pipeline coming up guys so stay tuned <laughs>